0: Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan, and my guest this week just finished competing on the International Series Driving Grave Digger. So let's go to Maryland on the Great Clips Hotline. So welcome in, Matt Cody. Matt, welcome to Inside Monster Jam. Thanks for joining me.
1: Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course, man. So, uh, you know, you're you're, you're obviously in, in a vehicle right now. You're not the only driver I've had on here in a car. We had Brandon Vinson in a loader. We had Tristan yep. England in in his truck on his way to a gig. So what are you doing up there?
1: Uh, just doing my uh, normal Monday through Friday job, uh, central transport, um, just driving a truck, going around, picking up freight, dropping freight off and, you know, just living the life.
0: And I think, um, a, a lot of fans out there don't, don't understand it's that some drivers do have, you know, regular lives, money through Friday, you, you appear larger than life on the television screen and, and driving your truck. But obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a different world, a different economy now. So you're up there grinding and I appreciate the hustle, man. You have uh, I believe you have four kids. I have three. So together we could almost form a baseball team, uh, between yeah. our families, man. <laughs> so I get it. Um, let's talk about your start, man. I, 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 I did some reading up on you. I've known you for a couple of years now, uh, But it fascinates me that you you started working on trucks as an eighth grader. Is that correct?
1: Yep. Yep. When I was in, uh, well, my whole life, uh, all I could think about was Monster Jam, um, riding my bicycle, jumping stuff, thinking that. And um, yeah, in eighth grade,
0: I got the chance to uh, get hooked up with Mike Voders here in Hagerstown, Maryland. Let's talk about Mike Vatters. He's uh, he's been a force in the business for a long time. One of the most respected drivers, owners in, in Monster Truck Monster Jam history. What was uh, what was the the introduction that you had to Mike?
1: <laughs> um, uh, well, actually, uh, Stephen Thompson and uh, his brother uh, Mike Thompson. That's actually I went to school with Michael, and um, you know, just I seen that Michael and Stephen were at a display one day, and I was like, I need to become friends with them, and uh, so I, I started hanging out with them and. Uh, they took him back to the shop one day, and that's where I got hooked up with Mike. And um, just like everybody who meets Mike, he can be uh, he can be quiet, and uh, but once you get to know him, man, he'll he'll take you under his wing and and treat you like a son. And uh, that's exactly what he did. And like I said, eighth grade—I mean, I was still in middle school, uh, 14 years old, didn't even drive yet. Uh, he was taking me home after we get done working at the shop or after the weekend. So, man, it was it was a blessing just to get hooked
0: up with him at a young age. So you start to at 14 years old. And then eventually you end up behind the wheel of of a monster truck for the first time being able to drive. What was that experience like for you? I was, it was awesome. Um,
1: like I said, 14 years old, I did everything from sweeping the floors, cleaning. I cleaned out his his, semi trucks, you know, anything you could think of to, uh, get me to where I am now. I did it and it didn't matter to me. And, um, when 2012 came around, we were in Mexico and, uh, Trey Myers unfortunately couldn't make it down there. He looked at me and said, "Would you like to drive?" And I was like, man, what kind of question is that? Of course. So uh, 2012, never looked back and
0: here we are. You mentioned Mike Thompson and sadly, we lost Mike back in 2019. Uh, you went to school with him. What, what What are some of your fond memories of Mike?
1: <laughs> man, I, I could talk here all day with uh, memories of Mike Thompson. Um, man, he was awesome. He was, he was my best friend. Um, man, he, he moved away to Maine. He went to Michigan. Uh, to work on some teams. And every time he came back, it was like we never left off. You know, we were just good friends. We had good times driving up and down the road together when we did, working in the shop, um, riding four-wheelers in the field. Uh, Man, that dude was a trip, and he was fun to be around. Funny,
0: make your guts laugh so hard. And, uh, man, we miss him every day. I had Travis Mallory on the show a couple weeks ago. We talked about Tim Mente and the legacy that he left, another Maryland guy uh, like us. What do you think Mike's legacy is as a monster truck driver?
1: Uh, man, he, he was just getting started, too. Um, but his, his legacy would definitely hold on. I mean, he was an excellent body, a body guy, uh, good fabrications and welding. Um, like I said, he went up to Jim Kohler, worked with him for a couple of years, uh, went with Greg Wichenbach up there in Maine with uh, Crustation, did work with him. And uh, the bodies that he built and the work that he did with them guys is uh, phenomenal. And um, there will always be a spot for Mike Thompson in the monster truck in the industry.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go back to to Mike Vodder's here as well. What 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 was his uh, influence in your development as a driver when you started sweeping the floors for him all the way up until you started driving? What what was what was Mike Vodder's instilling in you to to get you prepared to have a career behind the wheel?
1: Uh I mean, I don't think he realized what he was doing, but uh, man, he was just molding another uh, another one of him. Let's just put it that way. He um, he's a great man, um, smart smarter than it can be. I mean, yeah, he didn't he didn't finish school and all that stuff, but uh, that's what I tell everybody. I learned more back there working for him in the shop, being on the road, than I probably ever would have going to school and, and uh, trying to learn uh, some of the basics. I mean, I got my CDL uh, working with him and driving the, uh, the, the semi up and down the road. Uh, just the basics of mechanics and welding and uh, f- uh, fiberglass, just everything that you could think of, he, he installed into me, and, and I'm very grateful for it. And like I said, he's a Is a very smart man.
0: Up next, we are going to chat about a place that you and I have both spent a lot of time at, Hagerstown Speedway. That is coming up next on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. This week, I'm chatting with Digger driver Matt Cody. And Matt, we talked about your your the beginning of your career and, and working for Mike Vodders in Hagerstown. Well, I, I grew up in Glen Burnie, Maryland, and my the first time I ever went to a motorsport event was at Hagerstown Speedway. And I had a chance to finally do a Monster Jam event there a year ago where I, I had a chance to meet you and hang out with you and, and be on the track with you for a little bit. And uh, it, it was a full circle moment for me to go to Hagerstown Speedway where I spent so many nights and days as a kid with my parents and my family watching motorsports and monster trucks to be there. So let's talk about the the, the influence that that historic speedway has had on your life.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's uh, by far my favorite, um, you know, my favorite track to ever compete at. Um, you know, a lot of people say or ask you, you know, what's your favorite place? I mean, I've been, of course, this year I've been all over the world now, and uh, I, I love Hagerstown. Um, unfortunately, uh, Monster Jam uh, doesn't compete there anymore, but uh, just the, like you said, the history. I mean, that's where I started going when I was, as long as I can remember, three years old. I want to say, and um, man, it's been a blast. They come there, uh, they do three events in one weekend, and I, I went to all three for as long as I can remember. It's uh, where I seen Mike competing at. That's you know the Grave Digger, um, you know all these his- history trucks that have been there. It's been it's just been awesome.
0: And it really is a fascinating venue for you fans out there watching and listening. If if you've never been to a a speedway event with monster jam, I invite you to go when, when you see one come up because it's, it's a different atmosphere. It gives you uh, an old school historic monster jam feel with a new school element to it. And the one thing that fascinated me about being there is as a fan, when I would go as a kid, you'd only see what would happen once, you know, during on the track, but when the event's over, you don't see that, You, you know, get in your car, you leave, but, going back there in the pit area, I mean, everybody had their camper set up and there was barbecues going on like crazy. Yeah. The whole Vodder's team there as well. For me, it was a family atmosphere. Is that, is that how it, it's been for you throughout your life?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every, um, you know, all, all the events, any event we do, I, you know, we try to have fun and, um, you know, cook out, do whatever, you know, do whatever we gotta do to have some fun and make it not feel like we're just out working on the weekends. But, uh, man, yeah, those uh, them summer speedway shows, um, man, they there's something different. Like you said, there's barbecuing and, Everybody's just hanging out till you know one, two o'clock in the morning we're fixing stuff, hanging out, eating and uh, just you know take, taking the work part away from it and just having a good time.
0: I, I did. Uh, I did miss out on the Sunday night barbecue when I was there because the Ravens were playing the Chiefs on Sunday night <laughs> football. And I, I got—I'll I'll never forget, man. I pulled up to the stadium that morning. I asked—I uh, asked the gentleman out front the parking said, "Can I park like right out here by you so I can just get in and get out?" And I drove down to M&T Bank Stadium. I didn't have a ticket. I was outside the stadium and, and yeah. saw a, a nice gentleman came up to me at, at, at halftime, and uh, I said, "Hey, do you have a ticket?" He said, "Here, take mine. I'm done for the day." And I went in and watched the rest of the game. Awesome. The Ravens came from behind and won. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was absolutely a wonderful uh, experience for me. Uh, let's talk about 2019 for you. You, you. you become immortal in Monster Jam history. You win a World Finals Championship uh, in Speedster Obstacle Course. What was your weekend like in Orlando finally getting that World Championship?
1: Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Um, from the beginning when they said that they were moving to Orlando and that they were adding um, extra competitions – and when I seen that they had the Speedsters in there, I knew that, um, I mean, I want to go there and compete in a Monster Jam truck no matter what. But uh, the Speedsters were like, man, they were fun. The, the four years of Triple Threat that I got to do, I'll, I'll never forget that. They were some of the best times in my career. And um, those Speedsters were another, uh, another um, cool machine to drive. And, um, man, I, I worked hard that year and uh, made sure that I put myself in the position to go out there and have some fun. And we got the call. We got the invite. Man, we went to Orlando. It was hot. It was, it was fun. It was all new. And, uh, man, we got to walk away with it. We had, we had a little bit of damage. I almost didn't get to come back. Had some good luck on my side. But, man, you got to have some luck every once in a while. And, man, I'll never forget it. Just to hold that trophy. It might not be the Monster Jam truck, but it still says Monster Jam on it, and I'll always hold it forever.
0: I've said this to Armando and I've said it to Blake, a world championship is a world championship. It doesn't matter. Yep. You, you, you are a world finals champion. That is how you'll be introduced for the rest of your career. So you absolutely take pride in that. Um, I, I do want to talk quickly about now that you're in Gravedigger, we'll get to that in a few minutes. But even though you, you drove for Mike Votters, you are synonymous in Monster Jam for Blue Thunder. What, what is your time in Blue Thunder like?
1: Uh, you know, just another, uh, you know, another mark on the history uh, books for me. Um, I've watched Blue Thunder for many years all the way back to, uh, Lyle Hancock, uh, Lindsey Wink, you know, they were all, um, you know, Dan Evans, they all did awesome in that. And then also Tyler Menega. And, um, you know, uh, like I said, I wanted to do triple threat. Uh, I talked to, to people. I talked to Mike about it. Uh, he, he got, you know, talked to his higher ups that he needed to talk to. And, um, I was all on board for that. Like, that's really what I wanted to do. And when they uh, came back with the list of trucks, it was Blue Thunder or Monster Mutt Rottweiler. And at the time I had JRC sock with me and I said, I'm sorry, buddy, but. Uh, Blue Thunder's line mine, and you can have the dog.
0: <laughs> well, it worked out great for you, I think. All right, Matt, we're coming up next. We're going to talk about his long-awaited journey to get into the driver's seat of Grave Digger as well as the International Series. That's coming up next on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. We are back with more Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, and I am back with Grave Digger driver Matt Cody. Matt, you drive Grave Digger this year on the International Series. I know that was a a lifelong dream for you. Matt, how long have you wanted to drive the Black and Green Wrecking Machine of Monster Jam?
1: And, uh, man, my whole life. uh, I mean, when you think of Monster Jam, uh, that's the first thing everybody thinks of is Grave Digger. And um, like I said, I mean, I watched Mike and Black Stallion when I was younger, and Grave Digger was right there with them. So um, Grave Digger's been you know, probably the truck I've always wanted to drive just like anybody else. And it's funny cause people would, would say stuff before and I joked with them. I said, one day I'm going to drive that thing, just watch, but I never thought it would actually come true.
0: So what, um, let's go back to, to the phone call that you got, whether it's an email or phone call, talk us through that. When did you find out that this, this lifelong dream you had was actually going to come to fruition and you were going to drive Gravedigger?
1: Uh, uh, well, so, um, unfortunately like, you know, when COVID hit in 2020, you know, put a damper in, uh, everybody's plans. And, um, at the time, I only had one kid, and uh, like you said earlier, now we're up to four, and um, just the independent style uh, just wasn't working too too much for me at the moment. And I bought uh, my grandparents' house and 54 acres, so I put a a, a lot on my plate all at once. So uh, it was just hard to uh, stay focused with Mike and do it full time. So um, sitting around looking at Instagram, Facebook, and seeing uh, the Tristan and Tyler and everybody out there having a good time. I was like, man, I need to get back out there and do that. And, um, so I sent Keith Speller an email probably in uh, September of 2022. And man, I didn't think he'd reply to me as fast as he did and uh, he replied back to me. And we started talking and um, a couple of weeks went by and next, you know, it was Thanksgiving. And uh, he called me back again and said, let's get this thing rolling. So uh, right before Christmas of 2022 is when I got uh, all the news and man, I couldn't ask for a better holiday gift, I guess.
0: Was so is this something that you, you know, campaigned for at all while you were driving these other trucks? Something you mentioned to Keith or is just literally something where he said, hey, we have this opportunity here for you for Gravedigger," and just the stars aligned and it matched up?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the stars aligned and uh, once again, some luck came on my side. And, um, you know, we, we started talking and uh, at first it was just figuring out what, what I can do and what I can't do and uh, where they were going to put me at and uh, they mentioned international and I said, yeah, you know, I just – I want to get my foot in the door with Monster Jam. I want to uh, want to help build the brand. I want to be a part of it. And, um, you know, I, I want to get back out there and have fun and, and drive the truck. And um, so we started talking, and he asked me if there was any trucks I wanted to drive particularly. And, uh, you know, I told him no because, like I said, I want to be a team player. Whatever you put me in, I'll uh, represent the best best I can for you. And right at the end, I joked with him, and I said, well, you know, Gravedigger." Um, and he said, you know, we, we we had mentioned that. and But I took it with a grain of salt because I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> You know it's Gravedigger, but yeah. um, next thing you know, uh, you know, I, I had to fly down to Florida to do a little uh, fitting for a seat and stuff, and they threw the Gravedigger stuff at me, and I was like, "What's this?" And they're like, "You're Gravedigger," and I was like, "Wow!" Like, yes. Nice. It took it, it took a little bit for it to set in, and it's I still got to pinch myself
0: every once in a while, but uh, man, it's been awesome. What uh, what was Mike Vodder's reaction? Did you, did you call him and tell him, "Hey, I'm finally going to do this. I'm driving this truck now."
1: Uh, well, I was actually at the shop. So, I, um, I did it in person with him. Cause I, you know, like he's like a father to me. He's, you know, I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for him and the opportunities that he gave me. So I'm uh, very grateful for him. And, um, you know, we, we were at the time, we still weren't sure. I wasn't sure if, uh, I was still with monster jam yet or what the plans were. So he was talking to me about some events. And, um, finally I, when I got the call and I talked to him, uh, he was all for it. You know, he was happy. He knew that, um, it was a great opportunity for me, and that uh, I, I shouldn't let it pass up. And uh, he was there to support me, so I know that if I ever have to, the doors are always wide open at Valders Sports if I have to. But um, man, he was—he he, was—he was happy. He was very happy for it. And like I said, it was like a father thing. It was like a son father
0: thing, kind of. Me going on my own, I guess you could say. So not only do you get to drive the truck that you have dreamt about driving for your entire career, but you also get to do it internationally in some of the you know coolest, biggest cities in oh, the yeah. world. How was the international tour for you? <laughs> it's been awesome. I, I mean,
1: I feel like I use the word awesome a lot, but um, I mean, I, I never thought that uh, I would ever travel that far. Uh, prior to uh, driving Gravedigger, I flew to Mexico City and I flew to Puerto Rico, and uh, that's my longest flights I've ever done. And I've always just driven the semi up and down the road. So uh, to get on a plane for ten plus hours and go to all these places, it, it's been amazing. Um, very grateful for the opportunity. Like, um, you know, if it, if it only lasts one year, at least I can say I've been to all these places, many miles all across the world. And um, but hopefully not. And I look forward to uh, doing this uh, for many more years.
0: Yeah, you had a great series, and I I could see the support on social media from the Anderson family uh, with with your events. And let's talk about London, because we did broadcast that. Adam Entignap and I called that, so you can check that out on YouTube uh, here in in the near future. And congratulations on the event championship there. It was the biggest stage of them all, a a huge event. We had four Marvel Monster Jam trucks debuting, all eyes on them. And then here comes Matt Cody just sliding in as Gravedigger, winning the event champion man talk about that that day for you in London where you have all these eyes on you and and this incredible platform with the Marvel Monster Jam trucks and you win the event championship
1: Oh yeah I mean uh i am still processing and everything uh this whole year and and the weekend and um I mean just the support from uh, like you said the Andersons and uh all the fans I mean I was actually I was kind of nervous when the news broke about gravedigger because I was like man I feel like a lot of people were going to have some negative comments out there but uh it's been awesome. I mean, they've been nothing but supportive, um, going to London. I mean, there was marble trucks. I mean, there were so so many bosses out there that, um, people haven't even met. And, uh, I mean, there was just all eyes there. And, um, and London's a big stage and, and we knew we wanted to take over that market. And, um, man, that place was packed. They were loud. The floor was huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, going there, Racing was OK. Uh, we had some rain. Uh, so two wheels. I'm still I'm still trying to um, learn new tricks and just, you know, have some fun with it. And uh, freestyle, I knew that I just need to go out there and uh, do it the Gravedigger way. And that's what we did. Some big air and a couple of combo jumps and um, ended off with a backflip and with a lot of uh, some damage at the end, just like Gravedigger would. So, man, it's been an awesome weekend televised my first stadium overall event win. And um, man, I'm looking forward to doing some more.
0: And I, I know you, you spent so many years wrenching on the trucks as well as driving them, and, and you still do that, but how does it feel having a, a top-notch crew behind you to to take a lot of that work and, and, and let you focus on driving?
1: Man, it's, it's, uh, it's still weird to me. <laughs> um, every once in a while, you'll see me grab a wrench and, and help him out a little bit, but uh, Kevin uh, Blinky, that's what we call him, man, he's, he's top-notch, and I've been with him before in the past when I was uh, running Blue Thunder, and he was uh, wrenching with Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger, and Uh, he knows his stuff and I know that when I get in that truck, I can trust him. So coming from being a mechanic, you, you know, you, you always want to do stuff yourself. And, uh, I know that he's got it done. So if I, if I, if I radio back to him or tell him what I think's wrong and he's on it for the next weekend. So very, uh, very reliable man. And I'm glad to have him, uh, for my
0: first year. So if you could write the script for next year, where would you be? What would you be doing?
1: Uh, if I could, I, if I could, I'd choose a, uh, a domestic uh, United States arena tour on the East coast. Cause I uh, mean, I've been all over them East coast arenas and I think it would be sweet to come back and uh, drive Gravedigger and just show all the fans what I can do. In, on the North American side, but um, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm a team player. So uh, wherever monster jam wants to put me, if they put me international, if they put me in California, they put me in Mexico, uh, send me my plane ticket and I'm ready to go. Cause uh, I just want to have fun. I want to drive. Um, like I said, I took a little bit of a break with COVID and, Not getting to do so much, so um, I'm back in it now. So uh, the spark kind of went away for a little bit, and I felt like it was just a job, and I was just working. And uh, I'm having fun this year, so it's back. The flames there, and um, wherever they put me. So if I can be in arena tour next year, awesome. If I go
0: international awesome as long as i'm driving having fun that's all that matters hey as a maryland guy i say awesome a lot too man it's showing you're having fun you're back in a big way up next i ask your questions to matt cody stick around more inside monster jam powered by lucas oil is next Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan. I am joined this week by Diggers Matt Cody. And right now, it's time to ask your fan questions. You can be a part of the show by following me on Instagram at scottjordanmjsx. We're going to start with Monster Jam Dean. He wants to know what's been your favorite country that you have visited this year so far with Monster Jam, starting with Sweden up to London and all the way through Frankfurt, Germany.
1: Uh, uh, by far, South Africa. Um you know, London, uh, Germany, Sweden, they're all cool. Uh, but they all kind of start to, they all, well, they all got different, you know, you got to go there to experience it, but they all got, they all kind of start to blend in, you know, the cool buildings and castles and stuff. But, um, when I went to South Africa, I knew that I was in a different country, the, it was just the environment, the people, uh, they were supportive, they're friendly. Um, I mean, it's just being in America, you, you take a little bit for granted on what we have here and what we get to do. And when you get to go to other places and see, um, how they live, man, you just opens up your eyes and uh, South Africa, by far my favorite place. And if I could go there every year, I totally would.
0: All right. Let's see. Caden Allen seven wants to know what has been your favorite moment so far behind the wheel of gravedigger. If you could just pick one, I know it's hard, but if you just pick one, what would that moment be?
1: Um, I guess up to this point would be uh, London. I mean, the whole thing of just driving gravedigger is awesome, but uh, London, uh, all the pieces came together and, Got the, uh, you know, the freestyle win and the overall, and
0: um, so we'll go with London. Noki Menz wants to know, other than Gravedigger, what is the favorite truck you've driven?
1: Um, Well, that won't have to be, you have to go with Identity on that one, because uh, Blue Thunder and Iron Warrior were uh, the same truck, and Taurus was all in the same truck, so we just changed the bodies, but uh, that particular chassis was one of my favorites, because I was, I built it, it was like one of the first trucks that I actually put together, and um, all hands on deck and um, but uh, Blue Thunder Blue Thunder was always my favorite identity I love the Thunderstruck song and man, that thing looks sweet when it's shined up and the lights are shi- uh, rocking
0: alright Matt Cody been an absolute pleasure man I wish you the best of luck can't wait to see what's next for you as for you what's next for you is to watch more Inside Monster Jam powered by Lucas Oil I'll see you right here next week